What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of State Champs Hang Time. This is the High School Hoops podcast presented by BCAM and Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Go to BCAM.org to become a member. I know right now membership is open for coaches, and uh, it's a very valuable uh, tool to be a part of BCAM. Of course, that's how you vote for Mr. and Miss Basketball. Of course, we have Mr. Basketball announcements uh, just hot off the presses mm-hmm. here. We recorded this on Wednesday. I know it airs Thursday, so uh, we'll give you some final thoughts on uh, those guys. Uh, Miss Basketball, uh, the candidates were announced uh, last week, and so uh, Dan Young and I from BCAM go over that in our second segment uh, on this particular show. It's kind of like deja vu for us here because we kind of right. got things going. We had some technical difficulties, so we're just going to have to ramp it all back up again. But that's okay because we can do that. Uh, what we want to do first off, of course, is introduce the boys. TJ Kelly, Scott Bernstein, Jeff Dulac. What's up, fellas? Idol. Playoff time. Yes. Crunch time, baby. Yeah. That's right. The cream will rise. There it is. <laughs> this is where the, the pretenders go by the wayside and the contenders zoom to the finish line. In so. the words of an uh, old buddy of Scott and mine is uh, Marvin Goodwin, someone's going down. Someone's going, someone's down, going down tonight. Down. That's right. It's, no uh, it's surviving advanced time and uh, right. one, one and done. That's you, it. Uh, you, know, you have one bad game, your season's over with, and if you catch fire at the right time, you, know, you could be playing at the Breslin. That's right. win, win or go home. So here we are. Uh, we want to preview the boys' basketball tournament, which is getting set to kick off. I do want to mention for state champs purposes that uh, Operation Friendship between uh, Depsa and UD Jesuit is, uh, should be an intriguing matchup. We will have highlights of that game on state champs this Sunday at 9 a.m on Fox Sports Detroit, so uh, tune in for that. Of course, once we get into next week, we start getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have uh, try and pick some of the best matchups that are going to be going on all over the state. Uh, but we want to talk about Class A to start up. We'll talk about kind of favorites, teams that are, are hot right now. We'll do it for every class. Uh, so uh, let's talk about Class A, and, and right now, who's hot and who's not? Uh, let's see. I mean, you've got the obvious teams. You know, but Skyline's undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably, you know, you know they've got a tough matchup. Tough uh, draw, though, right? Yeah, you know. Well, uh, let's say this: like uh, Ann Arbor teams, rival, more like rivalry games. You know, while Huron and 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 Pioneer aren't the teams at Skyline, or they haven't been. They both lost to uh, Skyline twice apiece. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but Skyline, you know, obviously they're playing well. Clarkston, you know, they're playing well. I mean, only their only loss was at the end of uh, December to East English Village. Um, let me can I just well, add, yeah. let me just yeah. add a, a, a side to the, what TJ just started to say. I think that you can argue validly both for Clarkson being number one or Skyline being number mm-hmm. one uh, in the regular season and, and, and as we head into the state tournament. But right. to me, uh, I'm definitive on going into the state tournament. The defending state champion Clarkson Wolves are the front runner. Yeah. And I expect them to be raising a state title banner at the end of the season. I don't necessarily have those same expectations from Skyline. I'm not saying they can't do it. Right. I'm not saying they won't do it. But if they don't win a state championship, it's not a disappointing season uh, right. for, for Skyline. If Clarkson doesn't win a state championship, uh, to me, this is a year that's you know, Breslin or bust. Yeah, yeah uh, they were built for back-to-back, and, no yep, doubt. And, yep. and I expect them uh, to have the best chance at, at winning a state title entering tournament play next week. Right, and, and to Scott's point, when Clarkson won the state title last year, you know, it was pretty. You know, I guess it was pretty. Pretty much everyone said, you know, Clarkson's got to win next year. 
Yeah, it, it, it was this, the this coronation. Was, this yeah. was before Thomas Kithier was even in the right. picture, so that's so that has no bearing it's on like our expectations. Like Pershing when they won their uh, right. Applings junior year. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to come back and do it again. Yeah. Right, so right. so Thomas Kithier's eligibility plays absolutely no role in this because this was our ex- expectation 12 months ago that Clarkson would be winning it this year. I think a lot of us thought that last year might have been too early for this Clarkson team, and that this was the year they were building towards. And I said it when when Kithier got there. I mean, the really the only. Uh, difference with Kithier being in the lineup or not being in the lineup mm-hmm. is Clarkston uh, in the argument for best team in the country, yeah. or are they just in the argument for best team in the state? Mm-hmm. And and with Kithier not being there, maybe you can't argue that they're a, a top five team in the nation. And maybe if he was there, you could argue that. Right. But that's really here nor there. Right. They're still the number one team uh, going into the tournament, in my opinion, in Class A, and have the best chance at at, at winning a, ch- a championship. So the Kithier thing is really kind of a non-factor, and really was a non-factor from from the get-go in terms of the ceiling for this Clarkson. Yeah. There's a ton of talented teams in Class A. We know that. We've seen it. We've talked about them all uh, season long here on Hang Time. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's always about who you get, who you draw, especially in the districts. And teams like Hazel Park, you had mentioned before that, Hazel Park District is brutal. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, we've got teams that are participating in there that, that if weren't in that district could make it all the way to the Breslin. Mm-hmm. Right. Renaissance University of Detroit Jesuit. I mean, Oak Park. Oak Park. You know, even while they're not, they're not in that OA Red um, you know, they're, they've only have two losses. They yeah. just came off a strong loss uh, against Flint Beecher. And one thing that Clarkston does have, they I beat, think. And they beat Beecher. Oh, yeah, sorry Oak about Park. that. Oak Park yeah, did yeah, beat yeah. Yeah. Beach, Beecher at Beecher by 30, 40 points or something like that. One thing about Clarkston, though, I think that their path is a little bit more difficult than everybody else's path. And they have to play Troy for the third time more than likely. Mm-hmm. They're more than likely going to have to play Hazel Park for the third time, more than likely going to have to play West, West Bloomfield, Bloomfield yeah. unless Orchard Lake St. Mary's can beat West Bloomfield in that district, but or regional, or I think there's a district. Or Waterford Mott. Yeah, or Waterford they're, Mott. They're, they're yeah. the champion out of the LVC. That's right. They're 17-3 uh, and three entering the state tournament, and if they can avenge one of their – uh, one of their three losses this year to Avondale, uh, they'll most likely be uh, on the other side in that uh, district championship waiting for either Orchard Lake or Westmoreland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, and then who, you look at with Clarkson, I think you know, to TJ's point, when they get to the Breslin Center, it's going to be one of you know, five, six, seven teams, whether it's a Cass, King, East English, Hazel Park, UD Jesuit. Jesuit, who was my pick to make it to the Breslin Center. I told Lauren yep. earlier in the week I thought they might win it all. Um, I backed off of that a little bit, but UD yeah, Jesuit's shot. a very deep team right now, and that's a team that, you know, since Jalen Thomas returned, that's one of the best teams in the state. I think if Jalen Thomas was there at the beginning of the year, they yeah. might be, you know, number two or three and, in TJ's top, in Super 10. And I was talking to yep. Coach Donnelly um, throughout the Catholic League tournament, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, they won their sixth straight Catholic League championship uh, this oh, past hum. weekend, <laughs> and uh, this year's a little different than the previous five. Mm-hmm. Uh this year they were kind of afterthoughts, and yeah. I, you know I'm guilty as as any uh, reporter was in this area that I kind of, I, I mean I knew they would be competitive, I knew they would be good, yeah. but I didn't think they would be uh, of the caliber where they could make a serious run at a, at a Final Four and a possible state championship. And I think the kind of team that this team has 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 grown into, mm-hmm. obviously getting Jalen Thomas back at the break, uh, their big uh, six nine six ten big yep. fella um, has been huge. But when you got guys uh, like Daniel Friday who, who TJ and I have been yep. have pumping up as maybe the most improved player in the state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. You got a lockdown defender like a James Moss. You got Elijah Collins, the Michigan State bound yeah. football player. Zach Winston, Cash 
Cassius Winston's baby brother, who's just, just a, 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 a marksman right, because from the Cassius outside. is doing it so right. yeah. so just yeah. on point at the he's next level. He's shooting almost. He's, 50, he's shooting thirty five percent from right. three point range. Just within exactly. the fa- just for the dinner table, he's got to be able to shoot so, uh, 45 this, fifty five. This is a team that right. nobody no was talking for you. Nobody right. was talking about, right? Uh, as opposed to the the four years that Cassius was there, and even mm-hmm. last year. Um, and, and Coach Donnelly said, you know, this group took that personally. Yeah. And they said, you know, th- we didn't build something for, for one era. We didn't, I mean, or for one block. Right. Uh, just Cash Winston is here and we're a contender, and Cash Winston leaves and we're not anymore. And I think the, the U of D guys have, have, have taken that and, and have played with a chip on their shoulder this whole season. Well, let me I, ask you this as we'll end kind of the Class A discussion, move on to some of the others. Uh, you've got Jesuit coming out of that I've district. Got, uh, Do you have Jesuit coming out of that district? You no, know, I think yeah. that I've got to go with Hazel Park. I think that Hazel Park. They got a, they had a, a party that was like they they or let's say this when they lost to to Clarkston I think that that they really came together and they said look we can't lose like that again and they you know they've got Clarkston that they play um, at Clarkston I think on Thursday, um, so I think that Hazel Park is is ready and while they might not win at Clarkston I think that they're more than likely going to beat UAD Jesuit just because they do have a lot of strong guard play and guys like Kyrie Adams and other guys that we've talked about, um, you know, throughout the throughout our throughout this podcast. Um, but then you also got to remember Renaissance is in that yeah. in that leagues in that district. Right. So I mean, that's you talk about a super tough district. Yep. You know, I mean, it's hey, that, and it'll and it's only going to get tougher as they wind up going on to regionals and then quarterfinals. The X factor for Hazel Park is, in my opinion, is is the health of mm-hmm. David Hearns, um, kind of their 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 second. Uh, of the of the one two punch mm-hmm. uh, between him and Carl Bow, the Ferris State commit, and uh, David Hearns, you know, tweaked an ankle uh, in the earlier this uh, month and uh, sat out, I believe, a week or two, and has come back the last week or two and just hasn't been a hundred percent. He's probably at about. 50 to 75 percent right now. Um, I saw him last week against West Bloomfield. He was very quiet. Only I think he only had six or seven points. And uh, you know, if, if he gets into stride, then Hazel Park uh, has a great chance uh, at, at making a huge run. Right. If he doesn't, that doesn't. I'm not taking them out, out of the conversation. But well, it you know, hurts them. It, it, yeah. it, it is. Uh, it's a chink in their armor if if Hearns can't be 100 percent determined yeah. to play. We record on Wednesday. Show airs on Thursday. So we don't know the the outcome of that Hazel Park Clarkson right. rematch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you like Hazel Park probably coming out of that district. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, I, I really like what I've seen to the, uh, seen from them down okay. the stretch. Even with Hearns uh, playing uh, with uh, playing hobbled, mm-hmm. uh, they got a, a really nice win against West Bloomfield, and then came back the next night and got a really nice win over Old Redford, uh, and then they beat uh, Troy um, earlier this week. So yeah, no uh, matter what, whoever comes out of that, whether it's one game or two games, you're going to have you know. You're, you're going to be right in the heat of big playoff basketball right off the bat, so it's going to give but you a I lot will, of momentum heading into yep, the region. But if UDJ no or Renaissance comes out of that district, uh, I mean, I'm I don't not, not shocked. I'm not scratching my head, and I'm not in shock. Yeah. All right. One other bold prediction I want to throw out for Class A yes. that I have, TJ kind of talked me to. I don't know if TJ even thinks it's going to happen, but talking to him kind of convinced me to pick it. Belleville to the Final Four. That's that's what I'm going with. Bubba Gabe, Brown. Gabe Brown, Davion yeah. Williams. Those are those are star power type guys, and I think uh, they're going to upset uh, Skyline in the regional final or the quarterfinal. I think it would be the yeah, it'd be the it would be the quarterfinal. quarterfinal. Um, and let's say this: Deshaun or um, Deshaun Munson um, went down with an injury. He is the key. He he's their pretty much Skyline's only post presence. Right. You know, he's their dominating rebounder. He's a, I mean, he plays so hard at six foot four, six foot five, you know, just gets a lot done with athleticism, size and toughness. Mm-hmm. Um but they Skyline will need him to be 
as healthy as he can. You know, I'm talking about even when they play in the district uh, opener uh, yeah. on Monday against Ann Arbor Pioneer. And then, yeah, but Skyline, is they're going to be, again, they've got a lot of real tough guard play. And they do remind me of Hazel Park in a lot of ways just because they do have so many guards. And then they have some guys that are really playing tough uh, down in the post. And right. Don't look so. past Novi. They've won 11 right. out of 12. Yep. Yep. The hottest teams in the state yep. right now. Yep. Started off 1-6. and six, But, you know, great star power, uh, great guard play, which are both just huge factors going into the state tournament. And Travion right. Maddox, Trenton Hankerson. And Giovanni Miles. Yes, and while Troy, Canton, Holland, West Ottawa could be teams that make some noise in Class yep. A, I think just in 30 seconds or less, we, uh, you know, because we've done this before and we're right. at round two, right. uh, the, we have to respect what the PSL has done this year. Detroit East English Village, maybe Cast Tech. Just hope they didn't beat be themselves up too much and, you know, took too much of these right. teams didn't take too much of a, a, a beating in their league play that but it, one it hurts those, them in the tournament. That's sure, a fair point. But one of those two teams, if they get out, uh, could be very dangerous. I don't think anybody wants to see. There are a ton of teams that don't want to be seen. And, I, and to be honest, I mean, there are only going to be four teams, obviously, in the semifinals. But I think that there are 12 teams, at least 10, that are legitimate chances that really nobody should be surprised. I think the only surprise will be if Clarkston doesn't get to the Breslin, mm-hmm. you know, as, yes. as far as at least in the semifinals. And then for those other three spots, I mean that's so it's so far up in the air, and let's not forget Clarkson still has to beat Carmen Ainsworth, who they did beat at the yeah. beginning of the year. Right. But and Carmen Ainsworth has pretty much been in the Super Ten or a Top Ten team yep. the entire year. That was a close game too. So yeah. let's move over to Class B. I know that uh, New Haven, River Rouge, Benton Harbor, Detroit Henry Ford, Godwin mm-hmm. Heights, who's been playing crazy, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, got to throw them in the mix. Don't forget yep. about my Hornets from Williamson. we got yep. a big feature coming out That's on right. StateChampsNetwork.com that will okay. be posted uh, probably by the end of the week on uh, the Williamson Hornets and yep. really coming into their own as a program these last yeah, three years. Yeah, boys and girls. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously Detroit Country Day is a team that's been playing, can, can yeah. knock yeah. some teams it's, off. Yeah, boys and looking girls. at Detroit yeah. Country Day as a sleeper. Yeah, I know it yeah, is. Always yeah, you know, that big, big thing for right. Country Day is they got Colin Demons, their football star, right. who did not play basketball the first part of the season. Right. He was their leading scorer last year. Yep. Decided to come out uh, halfway through the year. I know, and is is playing really well. He's you know he's six two, six three, can hit the uh, hit the open jump shot, uh, jump shot, yeah, get was, out in transition and, and I was, rebound. I was surprised to see, but I'm glad. You yeah, know, he's for like, sure. forget this, man. I'm not. Uh, I'm not giving. Well, he opened up his. He opened up his recruiting. Yeah. He, you know, he's kind of. Uh, yeah. You know, deciding now uh, he had gone. He had committed to UCLA. Now yep. he's trying to figure out where he, where he, where he's going to play in college. But uh, obviously, wanting to enjoy his last couple months with his boys on the basketball right. court. And right. And then TJ obviously was talking up Bridgeport. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Bridgeport. Give, give I mean, love. Bridge, Bridgeport has been tough. They just beat Hamity. They beat Frankenmuth twice this year. They're probably going to have to play Frankenmuth again. Um, in in the with sometime in the playoffs, I think it might be the regionals. Um, but yeah, I mean, but, I think, but who's B? Where are we at with B right I, now? I think with, I think with B, you've got my final four is Benton Harbor, Ford, New Haven, and Godwin Heights. Um, I think the Ford winds up winning it. Um, I think that their guard play. I think that Ken Flowers is one of the more underrated coaches. For sure. And, and Anthony Howard Roberts is one of the most underrated, underrated players, players in the state. Yeah. He, hope he just reopened his recruitment yep. uh, when the he was he was committed to Bryant. Right. And Bryant's head coach uh, retired after two two plus decades. Yep. And Roberts is back on the market, and that is a steal and, for whoever and picks him. And his yeah. recruitment yeah, is really sure. picking up as far as like a, like a lot of Mac and Horizon schools. I know Dayton was just in to see him play, so you know he'll definitely have the opportunity to play at. Let's say this: nothing against Bryant, but he's going to have an opportunity to play. You know, at yeah. uh, at, at Bryant. One, Bryant is Division few. One. They're just yeah. Yeah. low level. Yeah, right. yeah, yep. Tim but, O'Shea was the coach there. You know what's what's really interesting with Henry Ford is they've got a, a, you know a, 
a tough, I, I wouldn't say tough, but a very intriguing district. They got they play Mumford, and then they also have Old Redford in that district. And Old Redford's a team that can score with just about anyone. Right. Yep. And they, they I'm not necessarily picking them to beat them because I don't think they'll win, but they could throw a wrench in the, into Henry Ford's plans in a hurry. Yep. And they um, should, have, and if you're Redford, you should have the expectation to get to yes, Preston Center without a doubt. You got Rocket Watts, they and Isaiah almost, Jackson. They almost beat Hazel Covington Park the, the other night. They yeah. almost beat Hazel Park on yeah. Saturday. Like that was it was a really really good game. And, and the other thing is, I think that the Temple was good for Old Redford. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that Hazel Park or excuse me, Henry Ford isn't going to. They're not going to look to get up and down the court like a Hazel Park. And so Old Redford, they've got to figure out how they're going to score in the half court. And, and Coach is going to want to dictate that pace too. And you don't uh, yeah. don't don't think for a second that if Henry Ford starts trying to make it a track meet with you know Old Redford, that Ken Flowers is going to call timeout and call it back down, get back into their system. Um, when it comes to March, there are a few basketball coaches I want more than than Ken Flowers. No. So, but then there's you know the the three headed monster we were always talking about was New Haven Rouge and Benton Harbor. Yes, and Ford would play Rouge in the regional. I believe. And Rouge is the defending yep. champ, yep. and they got Romeo Weems, who might be the best overall player in the state. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's all said and done, five years from now. Yep. Um, and and I, they had that loss to Southfield Christian, so they got to come back down to earth. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Catholic Central, I just think that they're going to rely on guard play. Yep. You know, and they'll and they're going to play Godwin Heights in the regional. Yep. Um, but I think one. that I think that those. I, th- I think that if with Rouge, Benton Harbor, and Godwin are my three locks, if I really had to go out there and and, suge- and pick one or the other, I think that Ford is really rolling um, in what they're doing. But Rouge is, you know, let's say this: I think that one of those five teams. You know, I'll, I'll tell you one thing Ford. about Godwin Heights: uh, they got the uh, the dynamic duo in, in Lamar Norman and Marquise Hastings, and uh, Lamar Norman is a kid who is the definition of tough as nails on the floor. Mm-hmm. He just got kind of snubbed in, uh, in Mr. Basketball, didn't get named as a top five. He's he got something to prove, and right. when, he, when he plays like he always does with something to prove, you know, watch out. So, right. you know, he, he's going he's gonna to be extra motivated uh, right. in this Right, but March like you Madness. said, too, it's also, you know, who, what wins in playoffs are guard play, but it's also stars. Yep. And uh, you know that Marcus Bingham is, uh, is one who can take over a game, beat you outside, definitely, uh, beat you inside, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you know if he feels that uh, you know if he's if he plays a perfect game, uh, you know and just, and lifts his teammates. I would guess if you roll. had to ask Norman, and we're kind of getting off on the weeds with the yeah, rest yeah, of basketball, I know, I know. but I think he would probably say he should be in on there over Trey Williams as opposed to over Marcus. Oh, oh, right, oh, oh, oh. Lamar. Lamar thinks he should be in there with Foster. Yeah. Right, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, like I know Lamar. I know, I know the, yeah. I know the Godwin Dunk City family. Dunk City, baby. <laughs> right. Well, let's jump over to Class C: Flint, Beecher, Detroit, Edison, St. Mary Catholic Central, uh, Pershing, of course. Now in Class C, uh, some teams that are going to be hub- hub- hovering power. around: Grand Rapids, Covenant Christian, and Langsburg, Flint, Hamity. Those You're are talking some teams about on star the power and, right? and depths are right now. Yeah. They've got three Division One bound players: right? Gary Solomon, PJ Mitchell, and playing Spider. And Spider Jesuit Johnson this week. So and PJ's playing. And PJ, PJ's playing really well. Played really well in the yeah. state champion. Yeah. Or excuse me, in the city championship game. They're definitely um, coming in they on got fire. Si- they got size in Spider Johnson, length in Spider Johnson, and then they got uh, outstanding guard play, which again is you know huge factor yeah. come come state tournament time. And and in in uh, Solomon and PJ Mitchell. And you know, yeah, go ahead. Well, you know, Lauren mentioned it earlier in, in, when we were talking Class A. When you look Class A, Class B, Class C, and I think if you ask any team that isn't in the PSL, you know, who's the last team you want to see? It's going to be a PSL team, right? And I think we haven't had, t- had we haven't had a, a time where we could have said that in, right. in the last couple of years, right? And then I think in Class C this year, if you're asking, you know, Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central or a Covenant Christian or a North Point Christian or whoever it might be, 
you know, who's the last team you want to see? It's either Edison or Pershing. Right. And I, I think those, that, I mean, that just speaks to how good these two teams are and how dangerous they are. And in Beecher, this when when Beecher would Edison Beecher. and Pershing, Pershing square they would, off? They would play in the regional, regional semifinal. Yeah. Regional semi. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, that, and then you also got Loyola that will probably make that uh, the, in the other, par, in the other right. part of that. They got semifinal. Myron Gardner. Yep. Yeah, um, and and they and they're they're doing a good. I think that they might be a year away. That they might be that team that we're talking about in 2019. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's. I mean, there are so many tough teams. Beecher still has to get by Hamity in the yeah. district. And Hamity, two years ago, lost in heartbreaking fashion to Beecher in the districts. Mm-hmm. And now you got Hamity. I think they came close last year. Maybe this is the year that Hamity finally gets Beecher. Beecher's a little bit down. You know, there's no Malik Ellison. Yeah, they're young. And I mean, this is going to be a team, don't get me wrong, I think Beecher's going to make a run. If it's not this year, then it'll be next year. Um, but maybe this is the year that Hamity finally catches Beecher and knocks him off. Yeah. Um, another couple of districts that I'm looking at right here, Langsburg and Dansville. Um, they played each other a couple of times this season already. Langsburg's got the better better of them. Um, mm-hmm. Again, we've talked about it in the past, it's tough to beat teams three times in a season. Um, also another district, you've got Calvin Christian and Covenant Christian who have pretty much been in the top ten. Um, pretty much the entire season. And the other thing is both of those teams have both been in the semifinals the last two years. Um, so I think whoever wins that game could easily wind up making that trip to the Breslin in the semifinal. Right. It's funny, over in Class D and uh, when <laughs> – that was on purpose. Jeff, was on purpose. Jeff types up the notes about favorites. He's got Southfield Christian, Southfield Christian, <laughs> Southfield Christian, and then Buckley. Yeah, or Frankfurt. Right. You know, we got some, yeah, we yeah. got some dark yeah. horses. Triunity yep. Christian, Frankfurt, Hillman. Um, but What about Dollar Bay? <laughs> if they make it. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a semifinal Dollar between Bay. Dollar Bay and, 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 and Southfield Christian. Dollar Bay I might be the only person Florida-like. ever – I'm I'm I got to be old school. I'm never okay. cheering or anything like that, <laughs> right, right? You know, and I've seen it happen and stuff like that, which yeah. drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I might have to rock a dollar base shirt, you know. On the, <laughs> you know, at le- nice. or, or let's say the winner winner lose winner lose. Uh, I'd like to at least be in the press. Yeah, that's a money program, yeah, right? You hear yeah, that the money dollar program? Yeah. If Dollar Bay makes it there, TJ's required to come in for our recap segment. Yeah. and wear the Dollar Bay T-shirt. Dollar Bay, or just wear <laughs> wear it at the Breslin. You should be wearing right. rocking your Dollar Bay. Yeah, yeah right on Media Row. I gotta find out what their colors are. You know, get matching pants. All, all uh, joking aside, I, I think it's just time that uh, Southwood Christian to take back that crown. Who's you know? going to be their toughest matchup? You think through this run? Uh, you know, just from what you can look at at the brackets and what you, how you think it's going to shake out. Buckley, I think, and that will be where. I believe they Florida? would play in the finals. They finals, yeah. Denver, oh, okay. Denver, uh, Denver, Cade. Denver, yeah. Cade, yeah. You know, I, you know, Buckley was there last year. You know, they lost to Power Denver, North and Central. Denver Cade played really well in he that did. loss. Yeah. He did because there were a couple of times where North Central got up by twenty, and Denver Cade kind of made it, you know, down to twelve. And you know, there was just too much powers North Central last year. But I think Buckley, you know, the only team that has, you know, the only team that has, I guess, somewhat equal experience to Southfield Christian is Buckley. You know, there, there's, you know, Frankfurt's there's, Frankfurt's kind of in there as no, well. I'm, I'm saying yeah. the state finals experience, being yeah. being at the Breslin, not being phased by those bright lights. That's why I think Buckley and Buckley's, you know, they're big across the board. You know, they're not 6'10", but they're like 6'5", 6'6", you know, up front. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a little bit of a problem, but not nearly And Southwood Christian, just so, you know, to 
so maybe to give a little history lesson to people that just kind of came on the scene. Yeah. You know, and they won three straight in Class D. Yep. Then for a couple years, they went into Class C, came back to D last year, lost in an all-time classic to North Power Central in, the, in, the, in overtime. or Double overtime. Double overtime. Yeah. In, the in the state semis on a crazy buzzer beater. That's yeah. probably the best high school game I've ever seen. And uh, yeah, like I said, stuff. I think they're going to you know take back that crown uh, and possibly hold it again for an uh, extended period of time like they did to, uh, when they won those three straight uh, earlier this decade. And they've and they're so and they're still young. I yeah, mean, they've got that's, that's, I mean, next year. I mean, they do graduate Bryce Washington and a couple of other guys. They got Harlan but, Beverly but coming yeah, back, Harlan one of Beverly, the you know, top five yeah. players in, in the Hunter. junior class. Caleb Hunter, uh, uh, Bubba Humphrey, John Humphrey. But what's what's crazy about if if any team, whether it's a Clarkston or a Henry Ford or anywhere down the class A through class D, if you had to say, oh, we have to replace a, a, a Wa- Brock Washington, Bryce, Bryce Washington. Bryce Washington. I'm sorry, Washington. Yep. you know. Bryce, it, it, repli- Bryce replaced Brock. Right. But if you say yeah. that anywhere else, you sit there and go, oh, wow, that's a huge hole to fill. But for Southfield Christians, you know, next man up. Yeah, uh, we got it. Right. It, it's crazy just to think the depth of that program being a class. And Caleb Hunter gets totally overlooked. Yeah, he does. His he brothers really does. got a lot of hype when they were in that program. But Caleb, to his credit, is a guy that, you know, doesn't uh, grab for the spotlight. He's okay with only taking five to ten shots a game. He doesn't need 20 shots a yeah. night. And he's, and he's, he's the point. Player. And he's, he's the point guard. Where's, other, he, where's Caleb going? He's only a junior. Just yeah. a junior. Yeah. His I, other two, I didn't know if he had. Yeah. He had uh, his, Northern, his other Northern two, Illinois his two brothers were, at, were, were as far away from point guard as possible. Yeah. They, the second they're, they they're got the ball in their hands, they were, they were chucking it up. Uh, Caleb is more of a distributor, more of a uh, overall uh, um, playmaker on the floor. And like his daddy. He, yeah, yeah, and he can shoot it, too. He can shoot yeah. it. I mean, don't leave him open. Yeah. yeah. Show that against Rouge. Caleb Hunter is also one of the few players that you look when I saw him play as a sophomore, I believe. I looked at him and thought he was like a college junior, something like that. <laughs> he looks far older than he actually is. Um, but yeah, he he's a guy who may have been that X factor against Rouge, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, knocking down those open shots. Yeah. Cause, and that's going to be the case in the tournament. Whoever they play, they're going to focus a lot on Harlem Beverly and rightfully so, and a lot on Bryce Washington and rightfully so. And he's going to have to make those open shots when they come. You Battle can only Beverly. double team so many guys, that, right? You know, and and that thing, you know, it's almost like a hey, pick your poison, and you can't play everybody man up because Harlem Beverly is a one tough on, matchup one on one against one on one anybody in the state. Lose. He, Bryce he, Washington off the wing is. Same way. Beverly yeah. rediscovered his mojo. I kind of called him. Both TJ and I kind of called him out after uh, yeah. that West Bloomfield game where he just did not look present. And ever since that game, he's been going uh, gangbusters. He's going to be uh, up on that podium and, and not calling just, you not just, hit, not just hitting it from the outside, taking it to the rack, showing everyone his athleticism, yeah. uh, showing that he can crash the boards, he can get out in transition, he can hit the open uh, three-pointer or uh, beach on the mid-range game. Yep. You know, he's a very special player, and there's a reason that he's got so many major uh, college programs coming after him. Right. Well, as we go to our first break, uh, what's the best high school basketball game you've ever seen? I saw a back in I want to say it was ninety seven or ninety eight. I saw a regional regional final between Catholic Central and Detroit Cast Tech uh, that I believe went double overtime, and uh, there was a half court shot, and it was a packed gym. Um, that comes to mind. Uh, Clarkston Dane Fife Clarkston versus Mike Chappelle Southfield Lathrop uh, in the ninety six. Quarterfinals, I believe Chappelle had a buzzer beater. That was a great game in, in, in front of a packed uh, Ferndale crowd. Yeah, um, I mean, I've seen a whole bunch of them. I think I let's just go one of the one of the early one. I'm going to go with Sophia Lathrop as well. There's a guy Wade Crawford who wound up hitting a three pointer against Birmingham Bur- brother Rice and Paul Grant. Yeah, and that was that was, that was I think 90s. in the district early ninety two. And so I just remember going and I was mobbing three. mobbing up on Paul Grant with uh, about a hundred. Fifty other Sofiolathor fans, but that, that game, yeah. that semifinal game last year, you know, goes down yeah. in the no, annals does, of the, of the MHSA record book yeah, or for sure. history books is just uh, a, the 
barn burner of all barn burners. What, one of the most fun I remember is was when I was new covering high school here in Michigan is uh, is I think it was 2002. It was when. Um, Detroit Rogers, Steve Hall, Rogers, Steve oh, yeah, Eric, Eric Evans, Evans. Yep. Oh, yes. hit that yep. shot oh, because yeah, it was so improbable, mm-hmm. and it was a and back and forth game. Too. The storyline yeah. of that, and not team. only that, he had it was not just that basket he that stole Eric it Evans and was made, falling out of bounds, falling out of bounds, made that basket, but then. Um, one of the other players had to make free throws yeah, yeah. Right. in order to send it. To, I don't know if it went into overtime. I think it went into overtime, uh, yeah, and yeah. then they won it. So there was all kinds of storylines to that. It was uh, it was phenomenal, right. and that's uh, you know, and for for Class D basketball it was like really just uh, you know on the big stage that was really cool. That's so, what it's supposed to and be. And there about. was definitely I can definitely say either one of the PSL finals that I've seen, and I can't name which one, but I've seen some great ones, either at Cobo or at Callahan, mm-hmm. and also uh, some some quarterfinals at Callahan Hall have, have just over the past 10 years have been like some that Romulus had played in that couldn't get out of, and some of were just tremendous. Some, there was a state, there was some a state finals with Johnny Wars. Jones. Do you remember that state finals? Yeah, when he Jones? got called for the five-second yeah, call that was against Arthur game. Hill. You know, one, yeah. one other game that stands out to me is classic quarterfinal Four years ago, Cassius Winston versus Foster Lawyer. Oh yeah, the buzz. You know, and I Cassius said, yes. I, I turned. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. the, run, yeah, yeah. the runner, nice. the runner. Yeah. T- Tim yeah, McCormick yes, before yes. that game, the the, yes. the former NBA center uh, broadcaster, yes. Clarkson alum, yes. uh, asked me before the game. He's like, uh, you know, d- d- does uh, you know is Clarkson going to win this thing? I said the only way Clarkson doesn't win this game is if Cassius goes off for thirty five points. <laughs> and what do he do? And his game winning uh, bucket at yeah. the buzzer was his thirty fifth point. Right. Nice. And I turned to Tim after the game. I was like, I'm sorry. There was you were good. there was ninety nine out of hundred times you're going to win this game. That was your way. Yeah. The, the prognosticator. Uh, and, right. Unless Cashman <laughs> Winston comes up with the effort that he came up with in that game. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. All right, we're going to take a timeout. Uh, when we come back, Dan Young is going to join me. We're going to talk about the Miss Basketball finalists, and then these guys are going to go back and we're trying to, you know, kind of uh, uh, break down the Mr. Basketball finalists that just were announced uh, just today on Wednesday. So uh, stick around with us. Po- the podcast hang time will be right back. Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful, and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's. Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations. We've been doing this fundraiser for about four years and it's the easiest and best and most profitable fundraiser they have in Michigan. Go to doughraiser.com to learn more and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's Dough Razor. Hey everybody, welcome back to Hang Time. This is our B-Cam portion of the podcast. Dan Young joining me here. And uh, we had big news last week. Of course, everybody was anxiously awaiting to find out who was going to be named uh, to the Miss Basketball final ballot. We got the four names, and these are four uh, young ladies who are well-deserving. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Camry Clegg, we've been talking about her all year. Wayne Memorial, Aisha Petrie from Arbor Prep, Jada Hampton from East Lansing, and, and Kayla Webb from Country Day. Uh, you had the two girls that got injured um, this year that didn't right. make it. That was a tough thing to deal with. We still uh, feel for the feel for the girls that that got injured, but um, we got a great four four in the group. Yeah, no doubt about it. Is there a commonality you think uh, between these these four players? I, I would say one thing uh, really. Th- I, I think about athleticism, uh, as athleticism and playmakers, playmakers, people that can make plays when things break down. Yeah, uh, you run a play. You try to get a shot, 
You don't get that shot because the defense takes it away. And these four players can then put the ball on the floor or get after it and, and, and create space to get a shot. And all are willing passers. So. So this podcast airs on Thursdays. We're actually filming this on Monday uh, and recording it on Monday. Uh, but uh, as of right now, voting is continuing. Right. So this will be Thursday night when this airs. So voting will end Continue Friday. Friday. Okay. And uh, so what's the timetable then from, from then on out? Then the uh, presentation will be uh, in conjunction with United Dairy of Michigan, uh, a new sponsor of us. Really excited to be working with them. Uh, we will put on the presentation at the uh, Detroit Free Press building on Friday, March 9th. So and th- that will and be this the award has a new honoree connected to it, correct? Mick McCabe has been named the new um, – the, 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 it's going to be called the Mick McCabe Miss Basketball Award. And, and the reason is that he has been so instrumental in not only basketball, but girls' athletics at the high school ranks for many, many years, giving them – uh, the amount of coverage that the boys get. And uh, just my wife was an 83 graduate, played in the Michigan High School All-Star Game. I mean, she, they covered, he, he was covering them in the, in the 80s, in the early 80s. And so that means a lot to a lot of females, uh, players and coaches, that Mick has been in their corner and putting them right up there with the boys. And so it's it's an honor that is well deserved. Yeah, no doubt. Like our own Tom Markowski, uh, you know, Mick McCabe, Tom Tom Marquez, Those are the the uh, the upper echelons, exactly. you know, when it comes to high school sports coverage and all inclusive sports They're the coverage. Legends. And yeah. de- definitely, uh, what Mick, you know, was was always, you know, whether it was basketball or softball, whatever, he'd always give uh, a lot of attention to that Absolutely. and really build it up and tell good stories. And so that's a great thing. Yep. You know, we had an opportunity on State Champs to uh, cover the. Uh, Wayne Memorial uh, Howell KLAA Championship. And two great teams. Two great teams. Two teams that had never played before. Right. Which I was, uh, you know, surprised to so learn. Those leagues have combined. Yeah. Over the years. Yeah. But the you old, just figure at yeah, some point right. over their history they right. would have met. Um, but regardless of that, uh, boy, Camry Clegg really, uh, you know, after being uh, announced the day, you know, that day that she was a finalist that Thursday night uh, to come out on the floor and score 30, you know, 38 or, or 30, oh, I think yeah. it was 31 30, anyway I know only only uh any of her other teammates only scored four points or less so she was the bulk of the scoring and just clutch clutch shooting uh, I think she is really uh playing fantastic had a chance to see uh, Kayla Webb against Saginaw Heritage who was very very good so they limited her uh, to maybe what she could normally do but we know what country day does and her leadership and what they did last year and the fact they're going for another state championship uh, she's the architect of that of their offense uh, and you know I, I'm I haven't seen Laisha uh, Laisha yeah I've seen her not uh, in, I've seen her of course on state champs but I haven't seen her in person and and the same goes Jada uh, Hampton with Jada yeah yeah so uh, Camry Clegg's going to Clemson uh, she is she's unbelievable uh, she recognizes situations so quickly. You go zone, she before you even make the first pass, she can recognize. She's very smart. She's quick. She can score shooting the ball. She's a great passer. She's very strong defensively. Uh, you talk about Laisha Petrie. It's always been a score from day one in high school when she walked right. down the court as a freshman. But uh, she's really becoming more of an all-around player. She's going to be going to Bradley. And um, she's she's a lank, lank, lanky perimeter scorer who's now getting the assists up 
and and finding the open player just and becoming a very good defender as well as what we talked to her, hearing from her coaches. Um, Jada Hampton's five eleven, but she's plays from plays both inside and out, and they have a great team. I don't know if they yeah. lost a game. I don't think I so. I think they're undefeated. Um, she is going to Wichita State. Outstanding, uh, the, the the shockers, the house That's of right. shock, That's right. and um, she's went from a thirty six percent free throw shooter to seventy six, and she shoots forty six from the three at five eleven. Phenomenal. So, and then and then Kayla Webb could could be a big time scorer, but has to be a, a distributing playmaker, but is an a thousand point scorer at country yeah. day as well. So that's no slouch, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, I know it's going to be very difficult. And, uh, you know, I like the way that, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, it tends, we always, the the one question that we always have is like, you know, oh, man, look, these are all Southeast Michigan. So these are going to split the vote and, you know, share. But that's not necessarily uh, always the case. I think the, the, you know, coaches have had a chance. Uh, you know, hopefully to see their tape if they, if they're in other parts of the state. Yeah, the uh, with technology, each player has a highlight film um, from their camp that is on our website. So when the coaches go to vote, they will click on that, watch their highlight, and if they haven't seen them live, you get a pretty good feel for um, what these four are all about, and they're all really good. Absolutely. All right. Well, Dan, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's going to win? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dan Thank cannot, you very Dan cannot much. make give his opinion. <laughs> Thank you very uh, much. Of course, I just got to throw it Love out them there. All. Just say, yeah, exactly. No, it is a great field. And uh, what about uh, Mr. Basketball? When will those uh, nominees come out? Mr. Basketball's nominees will be coming out. Uh, they will be finding out later uh, this week into the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then voting will begin next week. And they're. Um, presentation with United Dairy of Michigan will be on March 19th. So we do have some time. All right. Well, girls basketball playoffs are underway. Boys basketball get going next week. So this is a great time of year. Enjoy it out there, Hoops fans. And we'll talk to Dan next week. Great. Thanks. Welcome to Be the Referee with Michigan High School Athletic Association Assistant Director Mark Ewell. In just about every single basketball game that's played during the season, a player will hustle and dive for a loose ball that's on the floor. As that player dives and tries to gain possession of the ball on the floor, yells from every corner of the gym come screaming for a call of traveling. This is one of the more misunderstood situations under basketball rules. Once that player dies for the loose ball on the floor and gains possession, there are two ways in which they're guilty of a traveling violation. The first is if the player takes the ball and attempts to stand up, or the second, the player rolls over from their back to the front or front to back. Other than that, that's a legal play and the ball remains in play. Thanks, Mark. You can be a referee. Go to MHSAA.com now to register. Thanks for listening. I'm John Johnson. Welcome back to Hang Time. I want to thank Dan Young for his participation. And obviously, uh, the Miss Basketball Final Four are four impressive ladies. I know the way that Camry Clegg has been playing uh, has been lights out. She and, had 31 uh, in the, in the, the KLA, KLA Final. Yeah, and I think not, uh, one of the t- her teammates, did not one of them scored more than four right, points. Yeah. It was her 
you know, 31 and uh, just clutch. My favorite clutch. part about Camry Clegg's game, and I've said this over and over, she plays with so much swagger that you don't usually see in girls' basketball. That Reminds you of Ariel Powers. Yes. Yeah. The, the last that's, one that's that played right. with that kind of moxie. That is a yeah. great – yeah, yeah, and, uh, and she's in the WNBA right now. Yeah, so. right, and obviously, uh, you know, hmm. Lacia Petrie getting in for upsetting her prep yep. was good. You know, her being at the Breslin Center, you know, what was a couple years ago when they won it. Yeah, she's right? going to Bradley, and then right. Kayla Webb was going to Providence, the right. point guard for for Country right. Day, who's won. And two East Lansing, they just don't lose. Right, Jada, <laughs> you know, yeah. and so Jade has been uh, obviously fantastic. It's going to Wichita that. State. It's good to see Lacia yeah. Petrie in in the Miss Basketball Award race. And I was thinking about this earlier. Um, we, when Arbor Prep first came burst on the scene, we kind of assumed you know, oh, Arbor Prep is here for a year or two and they'll right. just go away like most schools do. And she, her, her Miss Basketball nomination just kind of speaks to the the lasting power that Arbor Prep is proving to have yeah. under Coach Wells, and I think it, it's good to see validates her yeah. career and, and what they she's helped build that. And also speaks to the kind of the the building paradigm. I mean, yeah. It, take this for how you want to take it. I mean, that was an AU basketball program that became a high school. <laughs> That's, that's one way to put it. I mean, so, right? But yeah, I, but I think so. They had some cohesion. Yeah, is yeah, what you're yeah. Saying. some cohesion. But, but yeah. it, it's good to see that that yeah. Arbor Prep is starting to get the necessary recognition that right. they kind of lacked the last couple of years. And your thoughts on who's going to win it? I said Hampton last week. I'm staying with Hampton, even though I, I you know, I, 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 love what Kayla Webb does. I think when we're talking about the vote, the voters, yes. you got to think that's about true. voters. You got a country, you got a country day bias, and. Uh, it's you're going to hurt Kayla Webb, and it's going to help Jada Hampton. Yeah, you have the Southeast Michigan players kind of taking votes yeah, away from one of them. I think Jada Hampton's going to end up winning this. And rightfully so. She's a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of lean towards what Scott was saying. The vote's going to probably lean in Jada Hampton's favor. Yep, Jada Hampton. There you go. All right, let's go to uh, our. Uh, there's a lot of thought behind that, TJ. Uh, let's go. So he's to, a boys' listen, basketball listen, guy. Yeah, yeah, I just said he was a girls' basketball listening skills. skills. Listening skills. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, let's get uh, quickly before we get to our uh, Mr. Basketball thoughts on uh, the uh, finalists in that category. Uh, let's kind of just uh, quickly give your picks for A, B, C, and D as the boys' basketball tournament is getting set to go. This is always fun to do it before the tournament, and then we'll kind of match notes and see how you guys did. So, who wants to start? Um, we'll start I, with TJ. Uh, sure. Give me sure. your winners in A, B, C, and D. I'm going with Clarkson. I think they're going to beat Hazel Park in the semifinal and then the other side of the bracket. Uh, I've got West Ottawa, and I think that they are going to fall to Skyline. And so we will get number one and number two, Clarkston versus Skyline. Nice. Tons of great guard play, and I think that Clarkston is going to wind up coming up on top there. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to that. Class A for me, I agree, Clarkston, and I have them being West Ottawa. In the Our, finals. Yep. Clarkson over Skyline. We're getting the matchup we want to get, and it's going to be a great one. Foster Lawyer versus Brandon Wade, uh, Taylor Curry uh, versus uh, Munson, and uh, so it will, it will be uh, exciting. Yeah, you've got Robinson and you've got Ammerman. I mean, yeah. there are a ton yeah, of. Yeah, CJ Robinson was, yeah. matching up against Jack Ammerman. Yeah, not only that, I think that, you know, they've. The, the both teams are hungry, you know. They, I think, you know, obviously, Foster and Clarkson, they want to go out there and they want to prove. And they have not they played this do. year. And they have Scott not Lyon played this year. They've played a lot of the same teams. But sure. They have not and played. Foster, uh, obviously, last year you saw this, playing on his future college court is yep. something that inspires right. him. Yeah, and, you know, he had two great games in the Final Four last year, and I just I expect the same when they get back to Breslin this year, um, that he's just going to, you know, he's going to get loose and get nice really quickly, uh, uh, tickling some twine. Tickling some twine. <laughs> All right. Let's hope he doesn't. That sounds a little uh, wrong there. But, uh, okay, I got gotcha. you. It, it makes sense. All right, let's go to Class B. Uh, I've got Ford uh, winning it all. I think that they beat Bennett Harbor in a semifinal. 
Um, and then the other half of the bracket, I've got New Haven beating Godwin You've Heights. You've got Ford beating Benton Harbor in the semifinal. In the semifinal. And who would they play in the final? In the final, they would play New Haven, and okay. New Haven would get by Godwin to get to the finals in that semifinal. And you like and you like Ford. And I and I like Ford. Oh, I think that be a good game. I like to see I th- Ford. I think now. that yeah, Flowers New just Haven does a great job of getting everything out of uh, w- what his players are. And I think that again, Anthony Is that Roberts a rematch from last year. Who did no no, no Ford, Ford didn't make it. No no Ford last Ford year. was two years ago. Yep. yep. It was Rouge last year. Yes. Got yep. it. My bad. But I think but I think that Anthony Roberts can play with anybody in the state. I think that there's some other guys. They do have a little bit of height. They play defense. They've got some guys that can make some jumpers. And you know, I think that that Anthony Roberts is really going to be one of those guys. People are going to say, "Who's that guy?" Right. Right. I'm going to go with four two. And I, I mean, Roberts is the consistent, or is the consistency there? Is the the known entity? So I have no question what I'm going to get from him. But I think the X factor for this run for Henry Ford will be the two guard, uh, DeAndre Almer, I believe his name yep. is, or Deontay Almer. Deontay Almer. And uh, he is just, you know, he's a sniper. We were talking about snipers earlier in, in the in the broadcast when we we're talking about Ke- uh, Zach Winston at Jesuit, and uh, you know he complements Anthony Roberts very well. And Anthony Roberts can, you know, he can shoot it himself. But when you have a, a backcourt like that, fire and ice. Marbury as well was another guy. Thunder you think Lightning. they'll take on New Haven? Uh, I think that uh, you think it'll be New Haven and Ford. Yeah, I think uh, they'll 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 take out Romeo Weems and company. And not having Eric Williams uh, in the arsenal for for New Haven will will spell doom for them. Right. I have and uh, just so people know, Eric Williams was, was a senior last year. Is having a great year right now in the Atlantic Ten at, at Duquesne. In the in the final yeah. four, I have New Haven over Godwin and Henry Ford over Williamston, and then I have New Haven beating Henry Ford. So you mm. got we all got the same you got the same matchup yep. you just got New Haven yeah William, Williamson's another one of those top. teams where they're they're tricky and yeah. you know they're they're sound they're sound fundamentally they've got enough scores they've got enough defense some rebounding got a great point guard in Cliver yeah we talking Absolutely. about Williamson here yeah, yeah uh, from my from my feature yeah Cody Cliver and yes. and and Joe Hannenberg are, are really nice Sean Cobb uh, a junior that's been you know battling injury these last couple weeks he's supposed to get healthy um, come tournament time and. Uh, you know, w- when you put that all together, that's a recipe for success. So Scott's talking about a feature he's writing on, on Williams. Is that out now? It's a feature that will be uh, posted by the end of the week. Okay, so by by Friday, you'll be able to uh, read that at statechampsnetwork.com. dot com. He's talking about Williamston. So uh, let's go to Class C. Woo! I think it comes down to what we were just talking about with Pershing and Depsa. Um, I think that they're so much more battle tested. Than a lot of other a teams, and they have the uh, and they seniors. would meet in the finals. No, they would. Oh, well, the it, it's going to be one of those. Know, one, of, one, of the, one of those two. Okay. Um, but I, but I, I think that they have more experience, and I think that either one of those teams is going to wind up beating Beecher. And I'm not picking Pershing or I'm picking Depson, but I think it's going to be one of those two teams. Right. Um, I think that uh, I'm going to look at uh, teams like Langsburg. I like what Langsburg's done. Dansville's a tough team. Lang that that. That uh, uh, league that they're in is pretty good because you've also got Fowler, who's been a top team in in Class D four uh, um, in that in that same district, but or excuse me, in that same uh, conference. But I think that Depsor or Pershing is going to want to. All right, no wavering. Who's in the finals and who wins? <laughs> you know Call what? All it I'm out. Not, I'm, let's say this. I'm not, not I'm, not, I'm not saying that anybody was playing possum in the city championship, but I think that Pershing that that Pershing that they can beat Depsa. You know, um, and I and I'm. Would not be surprised at all if Pershing is the winner. And it's so hard for me. If I was going to say 95% Pershing, then the other 5% would be Depsa. Um, but Depsa just came out and was so dominant when they right. played. And so I'm still flipping coins in my head. Um, I think that St. Mary's, let's say this, in, in one, in one in the lower bracket, I think it's going to be St. Mary's uh, 
uh, Catholic Central, and then I'm going to go out there. And I think the McBain's going to, they're going to, those two are going to wind up playing. I think the St. Mary's will wind up playing Pershing Epsa. Uh, oh, <laughs> in, the, in the in the final, but yeah, but are, uh, you, are you afraid that you're going to get some heat, man? Uh, I'm not. Really, I, 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 I guess I wasn't even allowed to go back in Pershing for not having them in the top 25. <laughs> right. You know, start the, to start off the season. But yeah, I, you know what? I I'm, I do like what Pershing brings to the table. Um, I think that that they will want to be in the state championship and beating Monroe. St. I'm going to be more be, beating Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central in the final. Yes, Got I'm going to be more emphatic. Okay, I'm going to say I call. Depsa Eastern Market Academy. Yes, uh, they're they're <laughs> nestled there yes, in, they are. in the uh, the north wing of, of mm. Eastern historic Eastern Market. Yeah. So I'm going to say uh, Sapino's Pizza for everyone at Depsa. Right. Yeah. They're going to be having yeah. a pizza party. Yes. Uh, late March after they win at the Breslin Center, they're going to bring home. They're going to uh, match what their uh, counterparts on the girls' hardwood did last year. They're going to bring home uh, bring one home for the boys. And uh, PJ Mitchell, the point guard, Gary Solomon, the LIU Brooklyn bound uh, two guard, PJ's committed to Central Michigan, uh, Spider Johnson going off to, to Cleveland State. Uh, they're going to celebrate uh, their last couple months or last couple weeks uh, of playing high school basketball together in style, raising a banner. and uh, Over know, SMCC? Yeah, over uh, C.J. Hot, uh, Kegley, and Welch over at, at, at SMCC. I expect a very good game. I expect a game that goes down to the wire, possibly into overtime, and, and Depps's, uh strength of schedule, uh, you know, Gets them that and they do have some Brussels experience from last year as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I have Pershing making it to the Final Four, and they're going to be Covenant Christian. He's welcome. He can, he can walk right yeah, in. Let's, let's can walk right, right in. in. They're like, come on in, yeah. But I have Pershing losing to oh, St. Mary Catholic Central. I spoke too soon. All right. All right. All right. All right so you have Pershing against SMCC yep. in the finals, but SMCC over top. CJ Howe getting it done. And Ron, and Ron yeah. you know what we were talking before about Lamar Norman kind of playing with a chip on his shoulder? Ron Hill, yep. uh, the point guard yes. for everyone talks about Dewan Seals. Ron Hill, the point guard for, for Pershing, got overlooked in the first couple uh, PSL, all PSL teams. Right. First couple, I, I, all three of them. All three of them. And I saw some people on Twitter kind of uh, scratching their heads at that. And, you know, Ron Hill is going to be coming out there. You know, gunning right. for all those uh, naysayers out there. And, and he's a very, very nice compliment to, to, to DeJuan Seals. So in Class D, we're going Frankfurt, right? Yeah, yeah. Dollar Bay. Dollar Bay. Oh, yeah, Dollar that's Bay. right. Dollar, Dollar Bay. Bay. <laughs> What's that? Oh, man, screaming trees. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So uh, the, the only question Buckley. is who Southfield Christian going to play, and we think that's going to be Buckley. Yep. I have I have uh, Southfield Christian beating Frankfurt. Um, I think oh. that Frankfurt wants to be in Tri-Unity. Uh, to get to the final, and yeah. then uh, Southfield Christian will beat the Dollar Bay. Oh, beat Dollar Bay. Yeah, Southfield oh, you've Christian got Bay. to get into the finals. Oh, to get into the finals, yep. and then playing yep. Buckley and, yep. in the finals. And then, or excuse me, Frankfurt. I Buckley and Frankfurt, I think this will be the third. More than likely, they're going to play three yep. times this year. Right. Um, I mean, it's probably one of the better rivalries that a lot of teams or that people don't talk about. You know, in the state, and then only that that whole group. You've got yeah. McBain, yeah. Manton, Glen Lake. Like the, the Frankfurt, Buckley. I mean, those teams are battle tested, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think that, hey, I, hey, hey, just meet me down at the Breslin. It'll save me a five hour trip. <laughs> right. Well, and just look at what Powers North Central has done, you know, over the the last several years. I mean, they were a force. It's funny, you know, you, you see Class D, but those are some of the best games and best, you know, the 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 hardest working, the most grit. Great crowds. See. Yeah, great crowds. I mean, they yeah. love it, man. That's yeah. like this is their everything. This is right. their fifteen this is the minutes. Super Bowl. Right, exactly. Yeah. After that, they go work at the mill. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding, Youpers, man. You know I love you. Not saying that uh, you're all factory. Yeah, well, there's trolls under the bridge over yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Bernstein. That's li- what they call it. The Bernstein yeah. lineage from the UP from Iron Mountain. Yeah. They worked in the, uh, the, the. They were miners. 
Well, they are. Yeah. So that's everybody, my family. They were working in the mill. They were yeah. working in the mountain. Right. Mining, working uh, in the mountain. The copper right. mountain. Mining, mining the copper. That's right. And, I, and, ice, and ice fishing in July. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. June. <laughs> yes. Very true, very true. All right, we're going to wrap it up as we uh oh, I do want to ask one more thing is before we just since Southfield Christian is who they are. Who are they going to be next year? I think that they're going to be right back where Who do they, they got coming back? They got and, Harlan Beverly, one of the top 2 or 3 yep. so, uh juniors in the whole state. Yep. They got Caleb Hunter. They could yep. be and they got uh, Dejon Humphrey, right. they'll call Bubba, Bubba so, Humphrey who's uh you know been kind of quiet this year as a sophomore. But I expect him to have a so, huge. So this dynasty yeah. just continues. Yeah, and, and I and I think that they're probably. You think they'll move up? You think they'll move up? No, they have they have to they stay, have to stay in, down for three okay. years. Yeah, three years. Three I believe years, is okay. the, the rule. They so go this up, is only the two, second of three, and you right? Stay down for three, I believe is the rule. Right, because yeah. last year they were back in D. Yeah. yeah. So this would be their second how, how, of at least three. Yeah. 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 However, I would like to see them go into like a different. It would be great to see them step into the Catholic League yes. or or some other. Yeah. I mean, even even if they jumped in the same. Uh, uh, charter, charter conference, school charter yeah. school league with with like a River Rouge, with yeah. the old Redford, with yeah. the Chandler Park Academy, right? Where 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 it's kind of at Cornerstone and stuff like that, where it can add a little bit more. Um, and then there are some teams that where you do have mixtures of of charter schools and and public schools, and to put in a blend of private schools. I think we're yeah. all we're all past that. Um, just where, where you're get just them playing better competition during the regular season. Yeah, and, and while they do have a pretty strong uh, non-conference schedule. Right, I don't. You know, it's it, it and not taking anyone thing anything. Give away the from, other teams from, a chance yeah, to win from, a title. You know what I mean? Because this is not going to happen for a long time, right? Slymouth Christian, Oakland sure. Christian. Yeah, yeah. Like they've that. only yeah. lost yeah. one game in league play since Josh Baker got there. One game. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's some. That's some Keith Guy Muskegon yeah. stuff right there. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Final thoughts. We're going to talk about the Mr. Basketball finalists, which just have been named: Foster Lawyer, Brandon Johns, Marcus Bingham, David DeJulius, Travion Williams. So, first just... question before you first question is: uh, Is that too many guys on the list, or is it not enough? I like I like the number. I like, I like the, the five numbers. Okay, if you needed to add a six, you could add a six. Mm-hmm. I don't like three. Right. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm comfortable with five. Yeah. I, I think that I think that it kind of has got to vary from year to year. Um, I think that this year, I mean, you could go with seven, eight guys. You know, yeah. just because you've got we've got eight guys that are going to the to the Big Ten. You know, just out of this class, and then throwing guys like um, Lamar Norman, like a, a, I mean, Brandon Wade. You know, I mean, he's on an undefeated team. He's going to Duquesne. Right. You know, I mean, could he have waited until later on in the year, and all of a sudden, you know, a, a Big Ten team come along and say, "Hey, I, we need a point guard." Sure. You know, while it might not be Michigan or Michigan State, you know, it might be an Illinois, it might be a Penn State or something like that, where where he also winds up going on that high major level. But um, I think that they what they did with this year's five, I have no complaints. I think that 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 they're all well deserved. Um, should Gabe Brown be in there? Um, I think that maybe if Belleville had a little bit better start out the gate, that maybe more people would have been paying attention. But I also think that other thing with Belleville is they've have they have a lot of scoring, and so he doesn't need to put up that twenty five, that thirty points. He can go out there and score a seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's when Belleville is playing their best yeah. when they have four or five guys in double figures. I have a complaint. Yes, you do. I know. <laughs> I just again, all due respect to Trey Williams, who has a. Upside that 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 resides on the moon, Jamal Kane esque. But I don't know how in good conscience, if you're going to do five, mm-hmm. and you're not going to do six, seven, or eight, how you could leave Wade and Norman off in favor of Trey Williams, who's 
who's doing what he's doing, which is impressive. The stats themselves, when you look at the stats, they're impressive. He's averaging, it's a, I mean, it's like a, it's like a, a Sega video game stat yeah, line: thirty-five game. points, twenty-five rebounds, fifteen yeah. assists, right. eight blocks every game. But he's doing it against nobody. Right. He's doing it against yeah, basically my twice. mom and my grandma in a basketball jersey. Yeah. The, the, so you know, Wade's on an dang. undefeated team. Might be a little bit. Yeah, no Lamar Norman, yeah. you know, is doing it in one of the best programs on the West Side. Uh, I just and and Williams is going to Purdue. He's a Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Big Ten level player. And like I said, I think he could have a great college career. I just don't agree with. Uh, Keeping him on that list and leaving those two off. I also think it's or fun. Or Bubba you, Brown, or or Gabe Bubba. I also Brown. think it's fun when you have seven or eight guys. Like I like to look at those, like the the nineteen eighty eight or nineteen eighty seven and stuff like that, just because you get to go back and you're like, man, look at all those great players. Yeah. Steve Smith does not make that final not in the five top cut. Five, yeah. You know, there are a whole bunch of guys. Lou Dawkins doesn't make that five. You know, Steve Hall, like names that we're familiar with. You know, and it's fun to look back. And you know, I I mean, I kid with all those guys all the time. When I get to see them and stuff like that, it's even better because I get to take them back. And I was like, I want to see what their competitiveness was when they were like seventeen years old. You know, and I'm say, so do you feel like you got cut out of it? You know, and all of a sudden I'm opening up old wounds. Oh, yeah. You know, from like thirty years ago, and they're just like, hey, TJ, you didn't get out of here. You know, yeah. So I'm I'm going to yeah, defend exactly. Travion Williams real quick, just just to this point, and I think to your point, he plays come, inferior come, competition. Again, come on in, Jeff. You're welcome. Just, he plays at Henry right. Henry Ford Academy School for Academy. Creative Studies. School for Creative Studies. Yeah. Okay. Um, Not to be confused with Dearborn Henry Ford <laughs> right. Academy or, or Detroit, Detroit Henry, Henry Ford, Ford Academy or Utica Ford. <laughs> right. But right. his limited time against top competition, you know, Rouge beat Henry Ford 69-42 in, in their first matchup of the year. Travion Williams at 27-14. and 14. I think against the superior competition, he kind of proved that he can do it. So that's kind I'm of, not saying he can't do it. Right, right. So that I, just to me, that's why I think he's. I'm in saying this. the stat line, which got him into the voting itself, mm-hmm. is a, a little bit weighted. Uh, his against you. players that are playing tougher competition. His number, his numbers to me are the are closest to uh, Maurice Taylor from Detroit Henry Ford. I remember you know that same year you had Albert White who just put up phenomenal numbers for Inkster. And this is what we're going back and, to '95 and, 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 and something and, like that. And Willie Mitchell. Yeah, Willie Mitchell had crazy numbers. Robert Tractor Trailer had crazy numbers, right. but obviously they're playing in the PSL, and that's a little bit different than uh, playing against Hamtramck. All right, last. Are you looking at the uh, battery levels? Yeah, on I the am camera? looking at battery yeah, levels. Exactly. That's kind of been a, it's like, that's been a theme today. It's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. almost uh, it's almost started to flash. So that yep. means we're going to have to wrap it up quickly. Right. Uh, do we see any scenario in which Foster Lawyer does not win? Yes. The, the scenario I see is you look at because we're talking about votes here yep, and voting exactly. But he did there is, shine on the stage at the Breslin Center as a junior, which. Yep. It's is, is always a good sign for votes. I still believe he wins, but you also have to look at it. To Scott's point, there's no Lamar Norman, so that leaves one West Side player Bingham. in the Mr. Right. Basketball contest. Where last year, where you in, had, in Marcus Bingham. Yeah, Marcus where last Bingham. year you had Xavier Tillman and Isaiah Livers, yes. and Livers still ended up winning it yes. with the left West Side vote. West yes. Side's so, a powerful vote. Yeah. It, it is. So right. I believe, with that being said, I still believe he wins it, but there is a possibility where – Marcus Bingham and that Brandon Johns contingent is going to be yes. real just, strong. We talked about he's it before. The only one out there. Yeah. It just it hurts John. We talked about this last week. It hurts Johns that he's uh, uh, East Lansing guy going to play in Ann Arbor. I yeah. think the other thing is you need your coach to help you get votes. And now East Lansing's coach Steve Finnamore oh is not there. Oh boy! So I think That's that a that whole is another ball of wax. But if I'm going to talk about 
Uh, the only way that Foster loses is if he flips the bird, you know, in his, in his like next two games. Throws a chair. Right. Yeah, Baker, yeah. Baker I mean, he's got to. Yeah, he's got to go Bobby Knight or something right. like that. You know, he's got to be. He's got to do something absolutely right. Latrell Sprewell. Because for those who aren't familiar, the voting is going to happen soon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Next week after the districts, and it lasts for about what a week. Yeah, so the, 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 so they have, so he's got four games or three games depending on how he many, checks how many every box. Yeah, right. I agree. Right. And when every criteria, right he he kills it. When right. it comes to who I would vote for, it'd be Foster Lawyer. He's got a legitimate shot at being Clarkson's all-time leading scorer and, in history, which and, is saying such right. incredible. And the amount. thing I think I'll say that in the future, you know, ten years from now, when we look back and we look at the list, I think we're going to look back to this and we're talking about how players are going to go moving forward. We're going to say, "Oh, David DeJulius was on that list." Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Wow, he didn't win. Yeah, a wow. really, really strong class. I mean, yeah. I remember people talking about like, "Oh, Kay Felder." You know, he didn't. He was. He wasn't there. You know, I mean, Yante Maiten, obviously, but you know, people talk about like Kay Felder. I was like, I don't know if Martez. Wa- I think Martez Walker was probably the best player or the most noticeable team player on the, off that Pershing team mm-hmm. you know and so he was, he's, I, the, he's well, the one yeah. who went to the power conference he was, and he was, yeah. he was yeah. Khalil and, and yeah Khalil Kay went yeah. to yeah. the Horizon League. <laughs> yes right. yeah right. and he actually just played downtown today for the Grand Rapids Drive at yeah. LCA 11 a.m. game 10 oh. bucks Wow, I didn't even know that. I they do not that. market that at all. No, yes. I didn't even know they were here. Yep. Got to be friends with Kay Felder Senior on Facebook. <laughs> oh, there right. you go. But another point to your point, Lauren, I think um, to when we look back at this list, we'll look at you know the players that weren't weren't on this list, and we'll see like a Gabe Brown, and yeah. we'll see yep. a Lamar Norman yeah. and Brandon Wade, and I think this guys may be in the, the show. Yeah, this is probably the yeah. deepest year of can- possible candidates for the Taylor Basketball Curry Award. Taylor Curry. Um, but it's going to be kind of too bad for some of those guys because it seems like the the top three I would say are very very obvious choices. I like the five. Like I said, we started this. I like the five. Yeah, I, I like don't five. like the three. But right. I think if you got eight guys that are deserving, you could have you should have eight spots. I agree. Put them on the ballot. Yeah, yeah. got yeah. six last year. Well, I'll say this: if 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 Dupsa would have won last year, or maybe one of these other teams that had one of the more uh, Mr. Basketball candidates, if they would have done better last year, then they might be able to expand to six right. or to seven. You know, yep. So, it is what it is. But it's a it's it's a great to be uh, in a competitive uh, state state of mind. Absolutely. Or, or how about a, how about just a competitive Michigan? Right, and we are all in a competitive state of mind as the playoffs get going <laughs> yes. here. Yes. We are all fired up. So by the time we uh, convene next week, we will already have some uh, key matchups have been played. Yep. Because uh, they'll begin on Monday and and Tuesday and go on and we'll be able to kind of talk about where we are in terms of the playoffs and uh just um, we'll get some girls hoops in the mix next yeah week. we'll get some girls hoops in the mix because they'll be they'll be going into the regionals so uh absolutely and of course uh you know if there's some upsets then it may just throw this whole balance of power thing out of time we probably won't know that by this time next week but the following week as we get into regionals Nope. Uh, things will, will shake out. We'll yep. see. We'll see kind of how the predictions have done. So, of course, you can reach out to us on Twitter. You can ask your questions, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. You can uh, comment on YouTube, uh, and uh, we'll we'll you know have a question or something something we could we could talk about uh, bringing up. And uh, one of these days, we, we will have to take one of these shows on the road and uh, do it out in front of the fans so they can. Uh, they can weigh in before like before a, we're finished. Uh, oh, yeah, and I think we already lost one, one camera. camera. One so camera, one camera, camera down. down. One to go. All right, so that's it. So we're gonna end the <laughs> we're gonna end the podcast. We'll see you next week right here on Hang Time.